Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about One Punch Man, which was actually your choice this week, right, Rick? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my, so... I'm already going to say that I liked it because, well, one, I did. Two, I chose it because I liked it. But I even changed, I liked it so much, I changed my, my alarm clock so that when I woke up, it'd be like, one punch! Just that awesome intro. It got old. It got old fast. Like, probably in within a week, I was like, no more! And I changed it to something stupidly generic. But yeah, so whenever I watch it, I'm excited and also slightly annoyed, which is a unique combination, I guess. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. So this uh, was a 12 episode series. It aired from October 2015 through December 2015. A couple of producers for it were TV Tokyo, Bandai Visual, Ben Presto, a good smile company, and JR East Marketing and Communications. I'm kind of curious though. Do you happen to know who the animators were on this? Uh, the studio was Madhouse. Ooh. Like, so I kept seeing like bits and pieces when it first came out. I was watching it on YouTube and I was seeing these really awesome, really good animated like shorts. And I'm like, this is great. I don't know where I can see the main thing at. And so I look it up and lo and behold, Hulu, a bastion of untapped potential. Most of the anime that I've seen that I liked on Hulu, Overlord saw it on Hulu as it was coming out. Bufuri, Hulu, One Punch Man, Hulu, like a bunch of the older, older ones that I don't think we've gone through. Yeah. And then I see him picked up somewhere else and they're no longer on Hulu. <laughs> I'm like, ah, damn it. But yeah, no, I, I think I came in episode six, six or seven, and I was like, this is mind-bogglingly awesome, because in my opinion, it takes the normal tropes of anime. I want to get stronger. I want to get better. I, I need to be the best. I need to do this. I'm, I'm striving for this. And it takes it to, it's, it, it, it's almost like if you were to play a game, as I've done, I'm going to also name drop here, uh, Final Fantasy I think it was 12 could have been 12. I stayed in the beginning, a, a buddy of mine. He told me about this method where you just grind at the very beginning, grind crazy hard. And then the rest of the, the, the game is easy. And I'm like, that's not possible. So I grind, I, I did the grind for like 26, 27 hours. And I'm like, dude, I don't know how you do it. He goes, yeah, I'm already at 102 hours maxed out my character. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go all through that. I walk through the next bot battle and it was awesome until I reached like the mid-level boss. I'm like, oh, okay. Anyway, I say all that to say he played like one punch man. He maxed out everything and he was like, I'm bored with the game because there's no challenge. And now 
you take that premise, you take the I'm bored, I'm so strong, no one can give me a, a thrill anymore to the anime world and immaculate drawing, crazy cool, crazy awesome. Just I love that the most bland character, the one with no special moves, no effort to put in, no real anything is the most badass, super powered person ever exactly and he's also the main character too uh what's even better is that this is actually sourced off of a web manga yes yes it is um the genres for it just to kind of round it all off uh since i didn't get to throw (laughs) that in there uh the genres are action sci-fi comedy parody superpower and supernatural which it fits beautifully in all of those yeah so my understanding of the history of it is it was a web comic. So this guy, I could be wrong. Feel free to fact check me. Tell me I'm, I'm wrong for spreading false information. But if my memory serves, when I was watching this the first time, I, I did a little bit of research and a popular story going around was the animator decided he was going to work his butt off and then take a year off of work and only do this, dedicate his time to the web novel. And if it took off, fantastic. If it didn't, it was not meant to be. And so he made this character, um, one punch man off of, I think it was Ampon man. I I could be wrong. Um, off of another character that he did way, way back in the day. Um, and the story was so good. And a legitimate animator was reading the comic goes, Hey, I'd like to do you. I'd like to animate for you. And somehow, some way things progressed in a manner that, it's it's really big, really popular and ongoing and just the perfect storm. Yeah. So the, the manga artist actually only released bits and pieces starting back in 2009 for it. And then a popular and very professional manga artist, uh, Yusuke uh, Murata, approached the creator of this who went by the name of one. And asked one if he could actually redraw the series and submit it and have it published in the weekly uh, Young uh, Jump spinoff web manga, web manga series. And that's... (laughs) And the rest is beautiful history. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's obviously a lot more history, a lot more depth to to it all. Mm -hmm. But... I, I really am glad that they decided to actually just pick it up and run with it. And, and that, that it was just taken to an animation. And I honestly can't wait for another season to come out. So I've seen season two. I've seen, obviously I've seen season one, obviously, cause we're doing it here, but I've also seen season two. I it's bad. I felt super thirsty for this anime, if that makes any sense. Because season two, I was like, I'm going to wait till there's seven episodes out. I'm going to wait till week seven. I'm just going to binge it. I'm going to just, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I couldn't. Every week I was watching the same episode two or three times because I was just like, yes. Which is something I do just to try to absorb as much as I can. And then you tell me that if I was to purchase the DVD, because I I didn't because I'm cheap. um, If I was to purchase, there was like, secret episodes released. Yeah. There's uh six specials that were actually released for it as well. 
which I want to see. And it's the same thing for season two. There's special episodes for that as well that I want to see. And then there's also the movie that I actually want to see that I found out while digging it up everything at the same time. The manga, actually, the web manga is actually still ongoing uh, at this time. As it should be. The other thing is the manga artist, uh, you'll actually, you probably already are a fan of his work without even realizing it. Because he actually also does, he's actually very well known for iShield 21. He's also known for Mob Psycho 100. Really? Yes. iShield 21. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. A very long series. Yeah. Uh, Also, one is known for Mob Psycho 100. See, well, wait, so one is responsible for Ice Shield as well? No, oh, one is okay. responsible for Mob Psycho, Mob Psycho 100. Yes. Okay. I've seen Mob Psycho 100. It, it was released in an anime form around the same time as One Punch Man, I think. And again, fan, freaking fantastic. Loved every second of it. I'm, I, I, I just love it. I feel like Mob Psycho is a completed series now. It could go on. There's plenty of room for it to continue on, but I think, I think it's got good bookends as far as the anime st- as, as far as the anime goes. Um, yeah, Ice Shield, the animation. It's a long anime. You and I have seen it. I'm sure it's a long anime, but it's good. It's a sports anime. I wasn't really. I didn't think I'd be fond of. I'm usually usually don't think I'm going to be fond of those, and then I get into it, and it, very cookie cutter. Most of them are. But once you see like the first two, the first two will stick with you. They're good. But uh, going back to One Punch Man, um, the thing I really liked about this whole concept and I think my favorite character in, in all of One Punch Man has to be the biggest loser. And well, yeah. And I don't mean the biggest loser as in like he just has no power. Genos. Oh, yeah. He is. By far the flashiest character. He's got the most awesome names for his moves. He's always upgrading. He never, ever, that's not true. He did one time in the manga, but he has yet to, in the anime, win a fight. Where he he comes in like the super duper, just I'm here to save the day, superhero landing style entrance. And then he just get hit. He, he just, he, he gets wrecked. Well, he does win. Right, he he does win in some other fights and everything like that. Uh, Against who? So the gorilla. Really, it's a fight, and he wins. Okay, he's a a genetically modified, cybernetically improved gorilla. He was the the third house of evolution. Yeah, third strongest in the house of evolution. He wins. Uh, he does win. Okay. I mean, okay. like granted, the gorilla is like, hey, if you had a hard time with me. You have no chance against our second strongest, which is great because Saitama just walks up with the eyeball. He goes, I mean, this guy <laughs> this right guy? here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so Genos is an Android. One thing I love about this is it's stereotypically wonderful. His backstory is spot on. It's lengthy. It's wonderful. And it reads through it like, like, like he goes through it so quickly, it's almost like you're reading the side effects of a prescription. What I love about it is that Saitama's the main character, One Punch Man. Yeah, all day, every day. He his backstory is I decided to be a hero for fun, and <laughs> Genosis is like you were saying. It's like really long and lengthy. What's great is when we were feeling, or at least when I was feeling, it's like, bro, this is dumb. Why the heck? I don't care about your backstory. Saitama says, shut up. 
<laughs> Summarize it. 20 words. Why are you or here? Less. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's like you you could tell like when he he felt pushed when he felt to the point where he was like just shut up you were already there to, like dude yeah. i don't care about your backstory just get to the damn point <laughs> and the facial expressions that they give him are just pinnacle they're great yeah like it, it's so weird because they're so simplistic and yet so there's so many thoughts that they portray like the boredom look that they've got for him is is literally childlike literally if you had if you had a child draw a stick figure man and you saw the head was a circle with eyes that's what they put in here granted the animation spot on but he is most of the time he's got no definition to his face he might have a nose occasionally he, he doesn't have eyebrows or a mustache or any facial expression. And I, I love it because when he gets even halfway serious, all of a sudden he gets uber definition. Like they take the time for the eyelashes, the pupils, the, everything. And when you see that, you're like, Oh, it's going down. Yee! And I, I know I'm a little, I'm a little over the top excited for this, but it is beautiful. And wonderful. It is. I highly recommend if you don't watch anything. Well, no, you'd have to watch other things to appreciate this because it takes all of the uh, it takes all of everything that annoys you with an anime and makes fun of it while turning it into something awesome. Well, which uh, is why I, I'm going to bring up J.R. East Marketing and Communications. I actually brought them up and I've brought them up several times before, which is why I had said once before, like you may recognize them. They were a producer for your name and fireworks. <laughs> of course. I mean, okay. So, I mean, like you have both ends of the spectrum right there. A really great movie or really bad movie. <laughs> Just both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, also, side note, Cats had posted a link in the general Discord channel for Sin in dub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Personally, I think it makes the movie all the better. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> like I was watching and I'm like, this is this is my birthday came early. It's Christmas already. I was watching it and I, I, I didn't watch it all because it's hard to get through. Don't get me wrong. But it's it's a it, discussion just, for a later time. Yeah. At a later place. <laughs> Definitely, though. Just yeah, we thought you all should know we. We we did actually get a, a dub version. We are watching it. And we love it. Love it. Oh, it's beautiful. Icing on the cake. <laughs> but back to One Punch Man and how awesome he is. You you can watch basically from JRE Communications and uh, those two movies alone. You can get both ends of the spectrum. One's really confusing and bad. The other one's really great. And then you can come to this and go, this is awesome. You can appreciate it for what it is. Well, the thing I really liked about One Punch Man is they didn't. It, one, it does not take itself seriously, and two, if you imagine yourself as somebody who's got more money, then you know what to do with it. And you're like, you know what? I want to make a satire on almost every anime possible. Here's all my money. Figure it out. Give me the best result you can. And this is it. The animation style is on point. The bad guys have 
oddly specific and, and, and thorough backstories. Like I wasn't expecting that. And the dialogue they have is very concise and to the point. So, you know, why they're the bad guy, you know, who they're in, who, what reason, what purpose they have, their motivation. You've got all that in like six lines. And the thing I really loved the first guy, the, so the, the first bad guy that you're introduced to is called what venom man or something like that. Poison man, something like that. Uh, vaccine man he's called vaccine, vaccine man, man yeah. and it's because from the pollution and garbage and everything that's been accumulating for the world on the world he came into existence to try and eradicate humans from it, it mother earth ha- has has formed this life form in the form of a monster to combat all of the pollution and negativity and all that stuff dude looks straight like piccolo from dragon ball z now i don't know if you picked on up on this and i really hope i'm right i didn't look it up because i don't want to be wrong and i really wanted to say it here so i mean i'll look it up after i say it but i think the same voice actor was for piccolo as this guy and if not they tried really hard because it was a dead ringer. <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. I appreciate the, the again, threw any extra money to make sure that the same voice actor showed up for this to, to even further like be a funny gag on other popular shonen. So for the, for him, for the guy that does the voice of vaccine man, mm-hmm. he does the voice of cooler and uh, Frieza. Really? That surprises me. He also did a voice in Dragon Ball, uh, Tambourine. Okay. I recognize that. And then uh, for the English voice actor, uh, he also does the voice of All Might. Uh, But he does uh, Mr. Popo, Kami, Shenlong, uh, Gohan, uh, the grandfather from Dragon Ball. He does... Rather extensive. Yamcha. He does Piccolo. So he does do the, the English voice actor is the same one as Piccolo and Vegeta, <laughs> nice. which obviously in case you didn't know, Vo- Vegeta and Piccolo are the same voice actor. Yeah. That also surprised me big time. Cause they yell at each other a lot, mm-hmm. dude. So we, we need to keep talking about one punch man, but we keep going off on these side tangents because one punch man draws a lot of it's fighting. I would say, and it's, it's, it's the things it makes fun of from other anime specifically in our, in my opinion, Dragon Ball Z, at least for the first few chapters. It's actually really good. It's not just Dragon Ball Z that it actually pulls its inspiration from. It really does pull it from a lot of other ones as well. Yeah. Every trope you can find. Exactly. Which is why the classification or the genre of it being a parody is perfect because that's exactly what it is. And it's not just the fact that he's a parody or what's going on is a parody. You also have a lot of the supporting characters or side characters or everyone else. That's also a parody. Yeah. Well, no. so I feel like they took a really good idea and just expanded on that in, in a very honestly artful and smart way, because what draws you in is the great animation, the potential fight scenes and oh. One Punch Man, the reason for his name, he kills everything in one punch and it's so frustrating for him. And according to the artwork and the the backstory I read when this was all new, he never actually tries. And what I mean by that is because you'll see his two main moves. Well, he's got four moves, a serious punch, 
a normal punch, a series of serious punches, and a series of normal uh, can, uh, can yeah, a series of normal punches. With the exception of and the last episode. With the exception of the last episode, but he didn't need to. And the, when I say this, the reading I did, he only did it as a show of respect, not because it was necessary. Well, yeah. And even still, he was kind of annoyed. Well, e- well <laughs> even still, after that, he still had strength to spare. That's the great best thing is you don't know, even after a couple of seasons, you still don't know his upper limit. Yeah, he was fighting this one guy at the end, the final boss, so to speak. And it looked like he was just like neck and neck with him. It was a struggle for them to fight or him to fight him and everything like that. And it really wasn't. He just didn't want to kill the guy with one punch because he yeah. actually was enjoying himself, which is great yeah. because even after the credits of the first of that right there, after that epic battle, a monster, <laughs> he goes and kills a monster and he starts crying out of sheer sadness out of it being just one punch again. He's like, it's yeah. back to one punch. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, I loved it. And what's even better and what's really, really great is you would think that he went through this monumental, this this crazy training regimen, and it really wasn't a crazy training regimen at all. And he actually spells it out and everyone just gets pissed off at him when he does actually say what he does, what he did. <laughs> they think he's joking around and he's not actually telling him the truth. And the, the regimen is run 10 kilo, kilometers a day, 100 <laughs> squats, 100 sit-ups, 100 push-ups, turn off the AC to save electricity. <laughs> yeah, never use the heat or the AC, no matter how hot or cold it gets. And that's it. And, and Genosis even gets pissed off when he says that. He's like, that's just a normal training regimen. There is no way. There is no way you got that strong from doing that. Don't give us your crap. So I have a theory on that. And I, I was told that my theory was it has has water. According to each person, we all have our own limiter, our own our own uh, cap on potential. Like, for instance, you will gain muscle mass significantly slower than myself. You'll gain strength faster, but that's just due to our genes. Like I will bulk like nobody's business for no reason, whereas you don't bulk, but you can lift up a freaking car. So that we each have our own limitations. He, in one punch man, surpassed and broke his limiter, which unfortunately made it to where one punch was was all he needed. And from what I understand, nobody else has been able to do that because nobody else's limiter was so small. Just amazing, just amazing artwork. I, I gotta love it for that. So the the main things, the main points. So episode one, you've got Vaccine Man. You've got the introduction of of Genos. And you see how overpowered Saitama is. And episode two, three, and four, you go through um, the House of Evolution. That's where you get Genos fighting (laughs) the the gorilla, going all out against a gorilla. Um, And then... Once you see the House of M, or the not the House of M, <laughs> I've got X Men on the brain. Once you have, once you see the House of Evolution, uh, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, there's seven stories. There's eight stories. Well, let's let's walk through all of them." And then, of course, Janos goes balls to the wall and destroys the entire structure. And <laughs> Saitama's like, "Why'd you do that? Like, they could have been traps." He goes, "I know." I wanted to see what it would happen. Like, I wanted to see 
what they were doing, what they, what they might've thrown at us. Cause it's not fun unless, you know, there's a challenge and then, uh, he bends down. He sees, he sees, Saitama sees a seller walks over to it and peels the lid up as if you would open a book. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's no way uh, that that looked too easy and just so satisfying the way he peeled back the lid to the basement, which is just a really a testament to his strength and, and just how easy everything really is for him. I mean, like, honestly, there's really no contest when it comes to his strength, his power, his speed, or anything else in general. Well, no, no. See, there, there, there is a limit to his intelligence. His intelligence, I, I would argue, is is subpar to average. His intel. Well, yeah, that that is true. And this is even highlighted when he actually takes the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the the superhero test. The superhero test. He, he gets a perfect score on the physical fitness. He blows all the records out simply because it can't be measured. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like in terms high. of crap, he got his head stuck. <laughs> Where in the ceiling? How high is the ceiling? A couple hundred feet up. Oh, he broke our punching machine. He shock putted the world. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just great. And when it came to the physical, or not the physical, but the written exam, he scored a twenty-one. And the to get, become a hero, you had to do a seventy or better. He did seventy-one which is just over and mainly because <laughs> he blew away the physical app uh, portions of it. Yes. The way they did it is 50 for one, 51 for one test, 50 for the other. So he got a 21 and a perfect score on everything else. So he is the new standard for the physical fitness test. <laughs> yeah. Can you break the machine <laughs> again? Throw back to Dragon Ball Z when they're trying to enter the fighting tournament using the punching machines. Vegeta just blows that thing away because he's like, I'm not here to play games. That yeah. one punch that I just threw will not only solidify my position in the tournament, it'll dissuade so many other people from trying. So this stuff will get on the road and, and get to where it needs to be faster rather than waiting for these couple hundred thousand people. They just saw me do that. They're not even going to want to try because they don't want to get in the ring with me. We're done. This is great. I mean, like, obviously that's all projecting because he doesn't care about those. He, they're, they're not not even a bother for him. Yeah. But like same thing as for one, for one punch man, when he's sitting there and he's blown away all these records, everyone that was standing there beside him. <laughs> they was, were mocking him literally seconds before. And then they see him turn on serious mode and they're like, oh. OK, I think I have a kitchen to clean back here. Uh, where's my apron? Which is, is I, I need to stay in the kitchen for this. And and I know we're we're kind of jumping around and just honestly having a great time with the conversation just in general about it. But with this show, that, that's what it is. It's a great time. It, exactly. It is a great time. It's funny. It's going to have moments where you're just laughing. For instance, for instance, the, the biggest bad, in my opinion, for this whole season is the ninja. And you meet the ninja. Because he's fighting, in his opinion, bald people who are going on a rampage. And he's, he's like the subsonic hero or supersonic hero or, or supersonic ninja. And he doesn't care about good or bad. He just wants to fight strong people. He runs across Saitama and he's doing these, these super flashy, amazing moves, jumping all over the place, doing just 
amazing acrobatics going faster than the speed of sound. And he's about to attack and kill Saitama to, to raise his level or something. I don't know if he thought it was a game and all Saitama does is accidentally move his fist in a different spot. And again, goes back to the animation quality. You see sub supersonic dude land his, 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 for lack of a better his nutsack on the fist and you see everything shift in slow motion. <laughs> and you see Saitama standing there going, what happened? And the other guy is like, Oh God, no, <laughs> it's just, uh, uh, I laugh because it hurts so much. <laughs> it, it, it really is just a great, great series. And if it's one you haven't seen, oh, even if you're not a fan of the fighting genre, the fights in here are actually really comical. They're great. It's it's just an overall fun science fiction comedy parody. Yeah, show. it's beautiful. But and but there's there's also some form of seriousness in in some of the fights. So they're they're not all comical. For instance, Genos versus Saitama, which has been blown up on YouTube for for sure. Uh, but if you if you watch that fight. Genos is like, I need you to like, take me seriously. I want to see how far a difference you and I have when it comes to fighting. Well, it's not even just that. He also says, even if he doesn't know how he got to that point, us fighting against each other will hopefully shed some light on how he actually reached that. Yeah. So there was logic behind it. And Saitama is thinking he's not taking it seriously because honestly, no one there on that planet is strong enough for him to be able to take it serious. And so they're just jumping around and everything like that. And he actually Saitama's running and the animation quality, the lightning you see, I would rival almost any other scene. Just the you'd see all these mechanical parts showing up and, and lighting up on his body going nuts and Saitama's still looking like a three-year-old drum. Right. And again, like I was saying, he gets to behind him and he actually just taps him. It's like, okay, let's go eat. And Genosis says, no, I need you to really take me serious. And when he does take him a little serious, not even fully serious, just a little serious, the difference in the power in between the two of them is just immediately known. And it it really brings a realization to the gap in strength in between him and Saitama. Which but the way they did it was just awesome. Before Genos like unloaded everything and blew a part of the mountain away, and then you see Saitama like pull a punch basically and taps on the head. All right, let's go eat. And you're like, okay, that's kind of you saw a bunch of wind go. All right, that's that's whatever. And then as it pans out, you notice that. The canyon has a new path. Well, it's not just the canyon. It's the canyon plus the canyons behind <laughs> it, too. And the forest area and a city in the background. Si- and Genosis, even at that point, too, when he realized what had just happened, it wasn't just a, oh, he threw a punch and that was it. Genosis fell and understood it was death. Like, legitimately, yeah. he's like, I'm dead. Yeah. He's like, if that hits me. Done. Done. Awesome. But okay, so what frustrated me to no end was how many cities are there? 
you have city A to city Z, right? That means there's only 26 cities in this whole area. Yeah. How big are these cities? Are they are they are they countries? Are they just metropolitan, like New York and Boston, is it like is that kind of city? Or uh, dude, you're you're asking for logic in terms of cities. We have an entire most of city Z is basically been abandoned, and this was pointed out <laughs> except for Saitama because he's too dense to figure it out no he just doesn't care and the rent's really cheap <laughs> yeah yeah who's gonna collect <laughs> and then at the end city a is completely destroyed and it's rebuilt into a tower that's basically impenetrable uh, so but, you think well, so we're told uh mm. but even in season one, they do lay down, and this is what I find really great. They do lay down the groundwork for season two, as well as other plots that are actually going on. So Genosis, his actual reason for becoming a cyborg and everything like that, you start to learn a little bit about, well, he's trying to do what he can to figure out what's going on and who this rogue quote unquote cyborg was. Well, He's told about other heroes. And then you also learn about another hero, how his disciple, who becomes a pivotal character in season two, yeah, is actually the disciple. And they already made a reference. They already talked about it. And they're laying down the groundwork, and which is really, really good. And we'll get into a different discussion about the more in-depth, uh, I want to say, side plots about these characters, simply because... I know that we could both go on for hours oh, about the, the characters and days and really just have a blast with it. But I, I don't know at about 30 minutes, I think, uh, I think it's a pretty comfortable length for, for us. Yeah. But I do want to add one last thing though. So, you know how we, we said that we've already said, obviously Saitama is the strongest when it comes, or was the best when it comes to strength, agility, speed, reflex. Like there, he is the pinnacle. Yes. Everyone else who doesn't have that relies on skill. That's the one thing that he is lacking. Understand. Well, he's lacking understanding and so on, but understanding skill technique. He doesn't really need it because you can bulldoze and apparently he's invulnerable. Like he didn't min max anything. He just straight maxed everything. Yeah. So you like, you could hit him with a bus and he'll be like, Oh, with a nice little breeze you've got going there. He can walk through lava and go, huh? It's a little hot in here. So I have no idea how that happened, but as far as technique goes, if he knew even a little bit of technique, imagine that, well, you know, cause he, he's already overpowered. If he had like a demon slash with a sword of some kind, like the world would cleave in half. Yeah. But and like, and what's, what's great is bang. One of the supporting characters in this does try to say, don't you want to learn some technique and everything like that? Not realizing how strong Saitama actually is, but what's also really great, which I think is really, really speaks true to how he is. His strength, his power isn't, gone it hasn't gone to his head it's not like he goes you're all beneath me forget you all or anything like that he's just like kind of like skipping along moving along going with the flow having some fun or whatever Mm -hmm. just not really focusing on the negativity from other people because everyone doesn't understand how strong he actually is and if he wanted to show it or prove it he could 
Yeah, but he do, you're right. He doesn't. He's very humble when it comes to that. And it also really set, speaks true because everyone calls him a cheat or anything, everything else when he becomes a hero and he's moving up the ranks and he doesn't, he blows it off. He's like, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. It's, this isn't important. And again, at the, towards the end too, uh, or not towards the end, but when he again, saves everyone, there's this other C rank fighter or hero. Number one, Mummin Ryder. Mummin Ryder, yeah, he's my favorite. Like, aside, he's he's my second favorite aside from Genos. Like, it goes, in my opinion, it goes for season one at least. Um, Genos, Mummin Ryder, because dude, justice, everything. Um, and then Saitama. And what ends up happening is Mummin Ryder tries despite he's the lowest of the heroes, one of the lowest ranking heroes. No, he's, he's the number one in the sea. Lowest ranking but, heroes. Yeah. <laughs> he's the strongest of the lowest. Well, but it's not I, even that he's the strongest. He got to where he is. He's popular. He's one okay. of the most popular heroes there is. He goes out there every day. He does what he can for justice. It doesn't matter if he knows he's being outranked or anything like that. He will st- still stand there. And what ends up happening is everyone group funny moment too at the same time, but he stands there and he gets obliterated. Satama comes in, takes the guy out and everyone hearing everyone talk trash about all the other heroes or anything else and, and whatnot. Satama takes the public dive of, I basically came in at the last minute and now I'm going to get all the credit and plays the bad guy. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that from this kind of anime. But yeah, you're right. Like He's so strong, he makes everything look easy. Genos, an S-ranked guy, a few A-ranked guys, a uh, couple C-ranked guys, and Moomin Rider got wrecked by the, the evil Sea King or something like that. Even another S-ranked got wrecked by the, the Sea King. Which one? I forget. Pretty Pretty Prisoner? Oh, yeah. Pretty Pretty Prisoner. I wasn't even thinking about that main fight. Or about the the fight before the main fight, but yeah, no, he gets wrecked as well. But <laughs> to help save face for all the uh, other heroes, oh yeah, Saitama he, says he, yeah. you all need to spread the word that I was the one that defeated this guy, that I actually destroyed him, and blah 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 yeah, blah to help. That's because some jackass was like, oh, what what good are these heroes if one nobody could have taken care of this? So I mean, he he's a good guy, he's a great guy because he he's just he's like, hey, you know what? He's like, it's not important to me what they actually think. I know what I did. Everyone else knows what I truly did. But do they? No, I'm talking about the heroes. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. Do they? Yeah, Moomin does. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing the inconsistency. And Genosis. even though people have seen his unlimited power, they never acknowledge it. It doesn't go up the ranks how strong this guy is. True. But again, Moomin knows actually who who defeated the sea king. That's yeah. what I'm saying is like Moomin and Genosis. Genosis knows that anything <laughs> yeah. unspectacular haps- happens. It's like, yeah, that's, that's Saitama. This is commonplace for me here. Yeah. And in season two, it gets even better. Yeah, oh yeah. But what's great is Saitama receives hate mail <laughs> and, and it's mm-hmm. just like, you should die, go kill yourself, all this other stuff. And Saitama just looks at it and he goes, man, this guy obviously has a lot of, a lot of time on his hand. <laughs> Do we ever figure out who that's from? Uh, I don't believe so. 
No. Like I had my suspicions, but they were never confirmed in my, from, from my knowledge. Well, what's, what's even better is also he gets a letter from Moomin Ryder, who you don't find out till later on in the episode or at the end. Yeah. Who simply said, thank you. And like that right there just like really hit me in the feels. Yeah. Mad respect, bro. You know, like that's awesome. Man. What, what <laughs> I know I keep saying it last thing, last thing, last thing, but I promise last thing before we do the, 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 the rating. What did you think about that Balchinian kid in the beginning? <laughs> that was, that was funny <laughs> as hell. And it's only all the sweeter that his dad was the one that invested and created the hero association. <laughs> the hero association started because of Saitama and Saitama got no credit. Exactly. Oh God. And it, it was, did, did they even look for Saitama or was it just like some rando saved my grandson? So now I'm going to make this thing. Some rando saved my rando. grandson because that's, that's how it was portrayed. It was just like someone ran, some random guy Ugh. saved him and blah, blah, blah. So, so <laughs> oh, after all this, everything, you know, I know l- rambling off for quite a while now, apologize, but it was just <laughs> such a great show on a yeah. scale of up to 10. How would you rate this? Probably a one. Like it, it wasn't that. You know, I gotcha. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm right. going to go with the opposite of that. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to. Okay. No, seriously. Go, go ahead. So on a more serious note, um, I'm conflicted. It was really, really good. I want to give it a 10. Like, I really, really want to give it a 10, but I got to look at it. Would I understand this? If I didn't, if this is the only anime I ever saw, would it still hold up? Because you have to see the other anime to understand the satire in this one. You know what I mean? Would you assume if somebody were to get to One Punch Man, it would not be their first adventure into anime? I would assume that it would probably be their first adventure into anime, because regardless of it being their first or not it's funny regardless of how you look at it and it's not one that some of the things some of the things you wouldn't understand you know you what what would there be to what what would be hard to understand the it's a superhero parody which is comes across pretty plainly it's comedic in that he exercised and he's able to kill everything with one punch hence the name one punch man he destroys the fighting records which we see it as a homage to dragon ball z but to someone else who hasn't seen it or just doesn't care it doesn't it's not that okay so i'm still gonna go with a 10 then because i I was teetering on like nine if this was the first anime i saw it it stands up it it holds its own yes but what i understand why it was funny rather than like some of the jokes in there rely on the previous knowledge other jokes didn't um well yeah no yeah still 10 yeah yeah still 10 easy 10 yeah 10 10 would recommend 10 10 would do again <laughs> uh yeah just 10s all the way across the board i loved it i loved every second of it um i even did research which is unheard of i hate homework <laughs> um yeah no 100 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 10 all right and, and you sir i give it a nine it's not getting a perfect right. 10 oh and, and how come the reason why I'm giving it a nine is because even though it is a great series, it's great, funny, enjoyable. I would have loved to see it be longer to help elaborate on some of those side plots that aren't even resolved in this in the second season. Season three, baby. It's still going. Like it's not. Oh, I know it's still going. Well, I, you know what? I, it might have been resolved already. We just don't know because we never saw the special. <laughs> this is the sixth special episode I, well, of the I, season. I'm saying, well, I'm pretty sure it hasn't because 
in the second season, Genosis is still looking for the results of who destroyed it and everything like that. Now I'm basing it off of knowing the second season. If I didn't know the second season, I would actually rate this probably at seven or an eight because there are so many questions that I, I have unanswered that do get answered in, in the second season. Like why did they bring up bangs follower and why do they, they foreshadow him so heavily? Why is there no one really able to compete against him or, or are they going to develop Saitama even more than that? Why is the ape rank one, a one guys, the way he is like, he looks down amongst, among the other S ranks in generals. Why is that? What's going on with that? What's the story? What's, what's going on there? And they do elaborate you. a lot of the other characters. And so I would just love to see a lot more development for them. And, and to, to you do, I've, I've read some of the manga. I've read most of the manga. You do get you a lot of things get answered, um, but further on down the line. Right. So yeah, I can see that if it was a one off. Thank God it's not. Yeah. But if it was, yeah, I can see that it was. And then four years later, we got a second season. <laughs> so, yes, we did. So I'm giving it a nine. I can't go 10 simply because I know that some of my questions get answered in the second season. There are still more questions that I have even beyond that that are so answered. I, I got I got so, a question for you. Nine. When you saw season two come out, when, when you saw it was mentioned to come out, did you have any reaction to it or did you find out after it was already coming out? No, when I found out that a second season was coming out, I was actually really happy about it. Well, I found out like four episodes in that a second season was coming out. And what I mean by that is like season two, episode four was already out and I was seeing stuff on you know, on YouTube and I'm like, where are they getting this extra stuff from? Went back to Hulu and like, you know, there was. Chub. I'm like, yeah, this is calling in sick tomorrow. This is my day. There you Staying go. Up late tonight. So yeah, no, that that's that's the excitement that season one left me with, mm-hmm. and how fast it picked up for season two. Yeah, solid ten. Hundred percent recommend anybody watching it. Fair enough. And next week, it's your turn, sir. Yeah, we're going to change it up a little bit. We're actually not going to do a season two. I think we could save that for uh, for another week. I think my 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 next choice will be season two. So well, what what's this little uh, little uh, what, what would you even call a mid break in in a, in a show? Magical. Right. No, uh, <laughs> no, no. There's there's a word for it. When a movie's too long and you got a break in the middle. Intermission. Blank. Intermission. intermission. Yeah. So what's your short little intermission? Your your palate cleanser for for the amazingness that is One Punch Man. Uh, palate cleanser is going to be Psychic School Wars. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was that, chosen. Real... Is chosen at random. All right. You, you can't okay, blame. I was going to say that. That's a huge. Yeah, fighting. I mean, I guess war is technically fighting, but we're talking about psychics here. So psychic school wars. All right. Well. Uh, okay. What? What do you? Uh, I'm sorry, I was not expecting that. Um, it's a movie. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah it's a movie. Is it a good movie? That's <laughs> a great we'll question. Out. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came um, out in 2012 too. So, what's it? What are the, what are the uh, the tags in it? What are the um, genres? The genres. Yeah, romance, school, sci-fi. Oh, yep. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Uh, I will leave you all to stew on that for the next week. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, thank you for checking us out. If you, I, I 
I really do suggest again, watch one punch, man. It's well worth it. And if you feel like we missed something, if you feel like we didn't do it justice, if you feel like we did it too much justice, overhyped it, anything like that, let us know. <laughs> reach out to us at featured anime podcast at gmail.com, featured anime podcast on Facebook. You can reach just on our Discord. Link for that's going to be in the show notes and the description if you're listening to this on YouTube. I encourage you to come talk to us. Let us know what you thought of it, what you think of the series or anything else. We are always hanging out in there regardless. Yeah. And at those anime guys on Twitter. And please don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a rating, review, anything like that. Wherever you happen to listen to us, it really does help us out. And until next time, I'm Jack. And I've got some push-ups and sit-ups to do. (laughs) I'm Rick. And uh, we'll see you next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.